and welcome to episode 17 of Align Your Mind, the podcast that helps you change your life and achieve your goals through the power of thought work. My name is Chelsea Tanner. I'm a certified life coach and a musician, and I'm here just to tell you my experiences sort of like merging those two worlds, and hopefully you'll take something away from it. Today I'm talking about a concept that truly changed my entire perspective and outlook on my life, and I'm truly not exaggerating. (laughs) This is the concept of a growth mindset. This concept was developed by Carol Dweck and explained in her book, Mindset, The New Psychology of Success. The main concept of this book talks about the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Let's talk about what she calls a fixed mindset. When we operate with a fixed mindset, we believe that everyone has a finite amount of talent and intelligence. When we believe this to be true, our desire to try and improve seems almost pointless. If I'm only a certain amount of smart or talented, there's no way I can ever catch up to those who are really smart and talented. So why try? In the book, Dweck says something in the first chapter that really resonated with me. She talks about how she used to think. She used to think, you were smart or you weren't, and failure meant that you weren't. It was that simple. If you could arrange success and avoid failures at all costs, you could stay smart. Struggles, mistakes, perseverance were not part of this picture. When I read this, I could totally relate. I thought back to how I thought of myself growing up, and I never identified myself as smart. I wasn't really told I was smart. I was told I was talented and good at music. I remember the moment I began to identify as not that smart. One day in the fourth grade, a bunch of kids got letters to take home to their parents. Some of the kids got them and some didn't. I got a letter, so I felt pretty special. But my letter didn't look like the other kids' letters. The other kids were in the gifted program, and my letter said that I had fallen behind in reading and needed to be in the slower reading class. So for the next two years, I was pulled out of class and sent to a smaller special room with a couple of other kids who also had trouble reading. This was really embarrassing to me. And looking back on it now, I realized that they'd handed us our identities in these letters. The school labeled us gifted or slow, and this kept me from enjoying reading for about the next 15 years or so. I just assumed that I wasn't good at it innately. These aspects of my life, music, and academics became even more polarized as I went to high school. Band was more competitive, and I was rewarded for my abilities. While school was hard and I had really smart friends who seemingly didn't really need to study, and I remember getting tests back, and one in particular I thought I'd prepared enough for, and I got like a 59%. And so, like, that night I felt so stupid. I literally had the thought, like, I hate that I'm smart enough to know that I'm stupid. I, like, wish I wasn't even smart enough to have that realization. This led me to think that it wasn't worth it to, like, study for my SAT or ACT. And I got, I mean, for me it was a really embarrassingly low score. I thought that this test measured your intelligence. Like, why else would they give you this test and what you got on it just sort of reflected that 
I, <laughs> I know this seems crazy, but I didn't realize that you could like study and get better at it. I just, it didn't, it didn't register to me. In college, not a whole lot changed, I have to say. I majored in music and decided to really solely focus on flute, and I blew off a lot of classes in order to practice because I knew that I couldn't really get good grades anyway. Like, I wasn't that smart, so I thought it'd be easier to, like, get Bs and not try and put myself out there thinking it would be all for nothing because I wasn't smart anyway. Yeah, so reflecting on that, obviously, I see where my mindset was flawed. But looking at the way that the entire school system is set up, I'm honestly not surprised it happened this way. I don't think someone could have sat me down and said, it doesn't matter that it takes you more time to study, or this is how you should do this, or or, or anything like that. Like, I would have thought I shouldn't have to spend this amount of time studying. I'm just not as smart and sort of like accepted it. Fast forward to my master's degree. I was pretty sick of thinking at this point that I wasn't smart and I decided to apply myself. I decided to actually learn how to study. Honestly, this should be the primary focus of like education growing up and the fact that it isn't is super baffling to me. I ended up getting a 4.0 in my master's. I've told this story before on the podcast in an episode called Realistic Thoughts. It's truly one of my favorite episodes, so if you haven't listened to it, go back to episode four. (laughs) I had the epitome of a fixed mindset. The problem with this is people with this mindset either give up before they start or they're obsessed with proving that they're smart or talented, right? Like Because if they think they can't learn or grow further, they better prove what they got like all the time. For me, this manifested in trying to prove I was good at what people told me I was talented at, which was music. I leaned into the approval I'd gotten and decided to run with it. I think a lot of us do this. It's the way that our school system works. We say a C is average, but it's a serious point of concern if you want to get into a four-year university. Not only are Fs not okay, Cs are unacceptable, and Bs aren't really great. When we think in this way and we don't believe we can grow, we take these letters to be a direct measure of our intelligence. I know I did. On the grading scale of intelligence, I was somewhere around an A minus B plus. Bs sometimes. (laughs) As sometimes. But I thought that wasn't good enough because of all the things I'd heard about people not getting into colleges with even better grade point averages than I had. Thinking about the long-term damage and stifled potential this has on students is something I really wish would change. Now, let's talk about the alternative. We did a deep dive into the fixed mindset, but the reverse of this really changed my outlook. The growth mindset. This is when someone believes that they can increase their intelligence through hard work and dedication. Or in Carol Dweck's words, a changeable ability that can be developed through learning. This is all about how we perceive our abilities. If we think our abilities are fixed, we have a fixed mindset. If we think they're changeable, we have a growth mindset. It's absolutely possible to change our abilities. 
we're born with a certain inclinations and experience things that may come easier to us or harder to us. However, seldom is the growth mindset what we're taught by adults. <laughs> Usually, we get feedback in the form of compliments, grades, or comparing our feedback with other kids' feedback, right? And making that mean something about our own abilities. Hard work isn't the thing that seems to be rewarded in the school system. It seems to be getting effortless A's because you're smart. That's what I thought. This comes up a lot when I talk with musicians about their mindset. And it's something I'd never realized or been told before until doing thought work. Is that our abilities and what we think of our abilities are separate. What I mean by that is we can have a third grader who plays the flute and think they are amazing because they're the best in their class. They can feel so good about their abilities. There can also be a master's student in flute that thinks they aren't good enough and they feel like quitting. To me, this is proof that the sound waves that come out of our instrument just exist in the world. But the thoughts that we have about those sound waves make us feel a certain way emotionally about them and those feelings fuel our actions. If we believe that our ability is fixed and unchangeable, we probably feel like quitting if we get negative feedback. But if you believe that you can change your ability, that you can get better if you work at it, there's hope. There's a way to change whatever identity you've placed on yourself based on how your brain has been thinking thus far. I don't think I'm slow at reading anymore. I don't think I'm dumb anymore. The shift is not in the things I've done, which has been reading a lot more, but it's because that I don't think I'm bad at it. It's because of my mindset. Knowing that I can get good at anything I want to is so empowering. And if I'm not good at something on the first or second try, it doesn't have to mean anything about my abilities because it was my first or second try. Our ability to grow and learn and expand our intelligence is one of the most important things we can acknowledge because otherwise we feel stuck. I also want to mention something I've learned from this whole experience, which is if something doesn't come naturally to you, and it may take you a little bit longer than other people to learn or to develop a skill or whatever it might be, that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about you. It doesn't mean you're dumb. It doesn't mean you're inadequate. It doesn't mean that you're not as smart. It doesn't mean anything inherently. It means Maybe it takes you a little bit longer. There's nothing wrong with that. My motto when I practice the flute or learn a new skill or really in my business in anything is it takes as long as it takes. And if you're willing to do the work knowing that you can achieve whatever you want, it's heartening to think it just, it just takes as long as it takes. I'm not giving up. I'm not making how long it's taking mean anything about myself. And I think this, you know, this ties into that concept of self-acceptance on last week's podcast and accepting where you are in any moment. Because if we think we can't change and that we're stuck at the same ability level and in one place and we don't want to accept ourselves or our lives, it doesn't create much hope for the future. 
having a growth mindset has been such a game changer. I'm still even thinking about and learning, you know, new ways in which I can grow in my own life. And I know I'll learn even more ways in the future. And the idea that our intelligence can be expanded gives me so much motivation because it makes so many things possible in my own life. If you enjoyed today's episode, I would so appreciate it if you could recommend it to a friend or rate and review it on Apple Podcasts so it can reach even more people. If you'd like to get in touch about one-on-one coaching with me, I love to talk about this stuff all day long. So if you feel stuck and you feel like you can't really buy into that growth mindset or you feel like you have a lot of evidence that that doesn't exist, please talk to me about it. Set up a one-on-one coaching consultation. We can talk all about it. My email is linked in the show notes, so please get in touch. The amazing theme music for this podcast is a song called Already Gone by Paper Morning. Check out more from them in the link in the show notes.